Thanks for listening to the Secular Hubcast, a podcast made possible through a grant from the American Humanist Association. This show is a project of the Secular Hub, a Denver nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting community, altruism, reason, and education across the diverse secular community of the Front Range region. For more information and to become a member, visit secularhub.org. Welcome to the Secular Hubcast. My name is Jesse Gilbertson. Most of the hosts and guests who've been on, who've spoken on the Hubcast are long timers, people who have been around either founders of the Hub or people who served on board or served in volunteer positions. And those members are a really important part of the community. And I've, I've been around long enough that I consider myself one. I'm considered to be one, I guess. Uh, but it's always really nice to talk to new members, people who are visiting the community for the very first time or people who are, haven't been around very long. It's kind of nice in a way. You get a perspective on what people are thinking about, people who are atheists who aren't connected to atheist community, because inside the hub we can get a little, uh, I don't know, a little myopic or a little insular. So it's always really nice to speak to someone who's visiting the hub for the very first time. And I'm very happy to introduce Lainey. Lainey, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Awesome. Thank you very much for coming by and agreeing to be on the podcast because, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've been to the hub one time? One time, and I'm very excited to be here. Okay. Well, thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. Yeah, of course. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Now... I didn't get very much of a chance to speak with you. I kind of got there a little late and I was hanging out trying to catch up with my friends, but you were having, it seemed like a nice conversation at the hub. It seemed like the people that you were sitting with mostly old timers. Yeah. <laughs> and they kind of, they kind of, it was, it, it seemed like you were having a good time conversation. Like they, they made you feel welcome. It seemed like. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were great. Okay, cool. Well, Lainey, I was wondering if we could talk just a little bit about you. So I wanted to, I, like I said, I barely spoke with you at all besides some Hubcast stuff and inviting you to be on the, yeah. the Hubcast. <laughs> so I wanted to just ask you, or, or what would you like to start with? What would you like to tell me about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm completely new to Denver. I've been here about three weeks. Um, I'm a canvasser for Greenpeace. Okay. Um, I was really excited to come to the Hub um, because I've been really close to religion my whole life. Uh, my dad's a Southern Baptist preacher. Wow. Okay. And, uh, I'm not religious anymore. So it's really nice to have that community. I'm excited to be here. Okay. Well, welcome. Uh, where did you come from? Yeah. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm coming from Battle Creek, Michigan right now. Okay. Well, welcome. Uh, you work for Greenpeace. Yeah. Is that a new thing or have you been doing that for a while? So I've been doing environmental activism for a little bit, not super long. I used to work for Environment Maine, but uh, now I'm working for Greenpeace and okay. it's really awesome. Yeah. Interesting. You must be passionate about it then. Yeah. I love, I love the work that I do. You meet a lot of great people and you get to help the earth. So, All right. Yeah. All right. So you said you were close to religion? Yeah. Your uh, father... Baptist. So hold on. Were you born, was he already a preacher when you were born or did he 
become one as you grew up or something? Yeah. So my dad has always been a preacher. He still is. Okay. Um, so yeah, I grew up preacher's really, daughter. Yeah. I'm the pastor's kid. I'm okay. like a walking cliche. Like I'm queer. I'm an atheist, but I'm also a pastor's kid. It sounds like a rebellious phase, but I promise it's not. <laughs> um, yeah. So I grew up, I went to church every Sunday and every Sunday night and every Wednesday okay. and sometimes Thursday. So did you want to be there? Um, okay. I think when I was a kid, not necessarily. Um, but as I grew up, my faith became really important to me. I was very devout for a while. Um, but when I was 19, I stopped being a Christian. Okay. So for a time, yes. Okay. Fantastic. 19. So you were in college is yeah. that right? Yeah, uh, I was that. A, <laughs> that's uh, the killer. <laughs> <laughs> right? You get educated. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually attending a conservative Christian college at the uh, time. Okay. Um, I was taking an ethics class, and that really got me. I was also reading the book of Joshua, so it was kind of the perfect storm for okay. a crisis of faith. Do you mind expo exploring that just a little bit? Like... What were you studying in the ethics course and what were you studying in Joshua and did they really conflict or clash? Yeah. So the way that I kind of came to my faith crisis was looking at the ethical decisions of God in the Bible. Um, obviously, there's some sketchy stuff ethically in the Old Testament and the New Testament, even though we want to brush over that completely. Right. Um, but really, it was mostly the non-intervention that got to me. Um, there's a lot of evil in the world, and that's something that I'm very aware of, obviously, as someone who is active in the progressive movement. I pay a lot of attention to the problems that are in the world now and fixing them. But God wasn't doing this, right? Okay. Um, so that was a big motivator for me to stop being a Christian. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Well, thank you for paying attention. And <laughs> it's easy to not care when you're really focused on religion or sports or TV or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? Uh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So it was actually because I cared about my faith so much that I was paying attention, right? I uh, went into it with the perspective of wanting to like deepen my faith and understand these ethical questions, but it turned the other way okay. on me. Yeah. <laughs> well, very interesting. Uh, did you did you have it out with your dad or what? Have you told him yet? Like, <laughs> so, uh, I, um, so I told my, both of my parents at the same time. Okay. Um, and their reactions were kind of different. My mom was very sad and my dad got really angry. I don't think he, he has a hard time discussing differences of opinion without getting angry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that sucks. I think my dad also thinks that it's like a phase that I'm... He, his exact words were, once you become a Christian, God owns you. Owns so <laughs> you're going to come back to faith eventually. Just a ticking time of faith. <laughs> right. Now, yeah. did, did you come out as 
queer and atheist at the same time? Uh, like no, I whammy? didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> I'm out to my siblings as queer, but not to my parents. Oh, currently. okay. So you're saving, yeah. saving that one for like special (laughs) right yeah yep (laughs) no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um uh that's pretty cool that you were able to come out as atheist before you came out as queer like that's very interesting and i'm just kidding obviously like i think it's very important for people to come out in the way that makes sense like in their own time too and it's nice like your siblings are they keep your confidence yeah that's nice that you have that that's really cool yeah all right, Lainey, well, thank you very much for sharing that about your background. What what finally brought you to Denver? Yeah, so I came to Denver for work, um, but I also came here to develop as a person and be in a new space. There's a lot going on in Denver, um, a lot yeah. of different communities like yours. Um, so I just want to be here to continue to develop personally and kind of find who I am and my worldview more. Okay. Well, Denver is kind of the wild west for that. Um, There's a lot of new stuff as a person who's been here since the nineties. The, the evolution and the change in Denver has been pretty uh, dramatic and kind of amazing to see. And as an, as a long timer, I get to complain about it, but, uh, uh, but, uh, I actually benefit from it tremendously, even though it's, it's always a mixed bag, just like anything else in life. I benefit from it a lot, including the secular hub. So how did you hear about the secular hub? Yeah, I found you guys at pride. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I really enjoyed talking to y'all and (laughs) thought I'd come. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, cool. Well, thanks for stopping by the booth. Uh, do you remember which volunteer you met? Um, volunteers. I met several, but the only name I remember is Chauncey's. Chauncey. Yeah. Okay. Chauncey's pretty cool. Cool. Uh, so you have only been to the hub once, is that correct? Yes. And that was for? It was for the coffee and community. Coffee and community. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's where I met you. Uh, how, how did it go? Like coffee and community is just sitting around drinking coffee, eating the occasional bagel or possibly donut. Yeah. Every once in a while, there might be a piece of fruit, but it's it's mostly <laughs> junk food. And uh, uh, what happened then? Yeah, so I really enjoyed my time there. I first got there right at 10 o'clock when y'all start. Um, and I came to realize that not everyone shows up there. Yeah. Um, when I first got there, it was just a bunch of white dudes talking about evolution. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they have a place to do that. But at first I was thinking, you know, I'm not a white dude talking about evolution. Uh, those guys. Uh, yeah, there's a, special, there's a special kind of white dude table. Yeah, like yeah. they have their own place. Yeah, they do, which is great for them. Um, but as the morning... <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the morning went on, more people came in, and there's a really diverse group as far as um, types of people that were there, um, different age groups. And I got to meet a lot of interesting people. Um, we just kind of talked about life as a secular person or just life in general. Okay, cool. So let's see. You got there at 10. Mm-hmm. How long did you stay? I stayed until around 12, I believe. Okay. A couple hours. Yeah. How many people did you talk to? I talked to maybe seven or eight. Okay. 
I kind of stayed in one table. <laughs> sure. I was I was told that I can move around. You're Ray, like, you were given permission. <laughs> yeah, Ray gave me that tip on the way out. Okay, it's like next time you can just move around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I tend to kind of orbit the yeah. place and just <laughs> try to talk to everybody. Yeah. Sometimes I like to park and bark, but mostly I just wander. It's my it's my thing. Yeah. I'm glad you got to meet some uh, interesting folks. Do you do you want to do you care to share any of the sort of conversations you had? It's not exactly like AA or something where you have to keep it anonymous. <laughs> but if you don't feel like sharing, uh, that's totally fine too. Um, yeah. So the conversations that I really enjoyed was just getting to know people and their life stories. Um, people, the people I was talking to were really receptive of talking about my life. And I was really nice to talk about that with other secular people um, and just getting to know people and what they were interested in is basically what we talked about. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like a pretty kind of standard first visit, but I do that all the time, especially when I'm lucky enough to meet new people like you who come in, yeah. get to have that. Uh, it's kind of refreshing, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, it gets a little insular there, especially when you kind of talk to the same people and some people just it's a social thing. They just want to have the same kind of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and some people, it's more of a, a progression. You go in somewhere with a conversation. All right. So you said you're, you, you're from Battle Harbor, Michigan? Battle Creek. Yeah. Battle, oh, sorry. Battle Creek, Michigan. <laughs> sorry. No disrespect. I'm sure they get that all the time. And, they hate it. <laughs> um, and where were you from originally? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. And did you ever experienced this kind of atheist community before? I haven't. Um, I've kind of looked for it, but I haven't found it in the places that I've lived. Okay. So on those previous instances where you were looking for atheist community, how did you do that? So I just kind of looked online for different atheist communities. I came across some Sunday assemblies that were a good hour away, Okay. but I really wasn't planning on driving that far. It's a bit of a drive, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the name of that Sunday assembly group? I don't remember. <laughs> I was going to give them some love. It was it was in Maine. <laughs> too, far, too far away. That's, that's the far away assembly. All right. Did you have any questions about the hub that you didn't get answered while you were there? Or did you think of any in the meantime? Because you've only been there once. Yeah, I was wondering how y'all approach the religious community. Is there any intersection there um and do you ever question those views or do you let people kind of do their own thing well there are many approaches there's definitely not a coordinator approach there have been some attempts uh, i think specifically by chauncey uh, visits to other churches and that kind of stuff and i know paul wants to uh, get in touch with a, one of the other local meetup groups that are, they're religious and get them on the podcast and that sort of thing. But there hasn't really been a coordinated effort as far as I guess to expand on that there, there have definitely been like, let's just say some volunteer time has been spent coordinating and organizing something that never came to fruition. So there's, there's intention there, but not a lot of follow through as far as individuals who might be religious who visit the hub or people who are struggling with or doubts or whatever, because everybody kind of goes through their own journey in their own way. 
it depends kind of on who they talk to at the hub. I think in general, most people are pretty accepting of what other people are going through. And even sometimes people are atheists, but they believe other stuff for which there's not really a great deal of empirical data. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, maybe conspiracy theories or ghosts or whatever, you know, yeah. um, and it might not be common. And unfortunately, I think it, it, maybe it is more common, but people don't feel free to talk about it because there is some resistance to to people just talking about that. Yeah. Amongst some of the members. Myself, I think it's a, a personal journey. And so I try not to criticize when, when someone's open, when someone feels free enough to, to, to state the fact that they hold two contradictory views in their mind, you know, mm-hmm. and one of them might be ridiculous, but in, in a different context, the other one is ridiculous. You know, they, they can't both exist. That's a, a personal struggle that somebody's going through and I'm, I'm happy to listen to somebody, but, uh, you know, if you sit down next to the wrong person, they might engage you or, you know, it might trigger them from when they were a kid, you know, and they might yeah. turn, you know, they might get like, you just never know what will happen. So, you know, it's kind of like the best thing to do at the hub is to like go there a couple times and <laughs> see who you like and yeah. talk to them <laughs> before you just, but I mean, on the other, on the other hand, sometimes it's just nice to when conversation really gets going somebody with a really oppositional viewpoint can sometimes come to it. Like it makes a lot more sense, you know, coffee and community is probably the worst time to <laughs> have those deep conversations. <laughs> Cause it's like the people who like to get up on Sunday morning and drink way too much coffee, yeah. you know, it's, it's more energy. It's more kind of like loud in your face, right. but there are, are a lot of other events. There's like newbie night is something that happens once a, a month on Tuesday. And it's, it's like pizza. Some, the, the host makes crust and, sauce and brings cheese and everybody else brings toppings and they just sit around Ooh. and talk. Yeah. It's a really fun one. And it's just a really low key and that conversation tends to get deeper. And there's a lot of those sort of smaller ones, you know, they might happen just once a month. And if you keep your eye, you know, peeled on the meetup page, you get to go and meet these fantastic people sometimes. And that might be the only time those particular individuals show up either because they have to drive from a long distance away or, just because they don't like the other stuff and they only like the one thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it just depends kind of on when you go and what you sort of bring to it, you know, cause if you bring a confrontational attitude, you're going to get a confrontational attitude. If you're like open and, and reaching out, people will accept you. So that's part of it too. Yeah, that's really important. Um, people who are going through a faith struggle need support it's a very difficult thing to do and being able to have a space where you can be vulnerable and open with that, with people who are respectful, but still maybe don't believe the same things you do is really important. Interesting. Do you mind sharing about your own passage? Cause you described it as like you were 19 and then you went to this class and then you were done. Was it, <laughs> was it very fast or was it something that was, it was not and- fast at all. <laughs> um, so I'll just say I started out that year in a spiritual leadership position. So I was, I was in deep. (laughs) I was in deep. I was hosting two different Bible studies, right? I was very devout. Um, When you're a devout Christian, um, you're told that Christ and the church is your identity, your purpose, um, 
your entire worldview, your moral system, that's everything. So when you start to question that, you lose a lot of things. Um, On top of that, you lose some social parts of your life, whether that be family or friends. People sometimes treat you differently and don't respect you as much. Um, No kidding. Yeah. So people need a lot of support with that, especially um, how in the church... There's a strong emphasis on your relationship with God. If you believe God is real, I mean, you're in that deep. It feels like you're in a relationship with another person, a person that's very important to you. And then when you realize that they're not real, (laughs) that's kind of hard. So there are a lot of questions that come after the loss of faith and during the loss of faith. You have to establish an entire new worldview an entire new purpose, a new identity. A new way of going out and, like, making friends. And yeah. Like, everything. Uh, yeah, it's liberating and kind of scary and overwhelming at the same time, so. Yeah. Were you, did you have much support going through it? It sounds like you were kind of in a lonely place being surrounded by believers. Yeah, I was surrounded by believers. Some of those believers were really great people who were going to be there for me no matter what. Um, I also had a close friend at the time who was an atheist and we became really close because that was the only time that I could let go of all my blasphemy, right? Where I was like, God, I don't think he's a good guy. You don't want to say that to Christians, especially when you're in that place where you're really angry about it. Okay. Um, so having that person there was really helpful. Great. Well, Lainey, thank you very much for this conversation. It's been pretty fun talking with you and getting to know you. Is there anything else you'd like to share? I think we kind of covered it all. Uh, I've enjoyed talking to you as well. (laughs) Thanks. Well, anything else in particular that you're looking forward to down at the Hub? Going to go on some hikes. (laughs) Going to get to know some cool people. Yeah, you will. Okay. Well, Lainey, thanks very much for joining us on the Secular Hubcast. And thanks for visiting... Thanks for taking some of your precious time and coming down to the hub to hang out with some atheists. We appreciate that very much. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Cut. Going out on an awesome. Woo! <laughs>